0: Well, guys, I knew this day would come. It finally happened. TikTok banned my original TikTok account. I know a lot of you guys followed me from TikTok. So if you haven't seen a TikTok from me in quite a while, that's why. You can now follow me on my new TikTok account, at ComeOnManPod. That's all one word, at ComeOnManPod. Please follow me, help me rebuild. I was at almost 30,000 followers when they kicked me off their platform. So come on, follow me back. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. You, my friend, are listening to Come On Man, a 3% man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man, just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Cordy Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another exciting episode of Come On, Man! If you haven't done so already, if you are listening on iTunes, please give us a five-star review and be sure to take a moment to actually write something out, write out a review. like All that stuff helps us out in the algorithm. It's uh, It's pretty important, honestly. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, click those... Notifications and subscribe, and all that stuff. Also, leave a comment. The comments help a lot, quite a bit on YouTube as well. All right. This week, man, it's been a long time, it feels like at this point, but uh, it's been weeks since we had my brother, my 3% brother from Bristol, Luke on. That's right, guys. This is the Luke and Paul show. Luke comes back this week, and we talk about books that complement how to be a 3% man. Uh, in the podcast and on my TikToks a lot, you hear me talking about my holy trinity of dating books. We, we get into that, but then we also talk about other books that help you be better with women and how it could potentially help you out in relationship in general. So we give you some really good tips and why these books complement Corey Wayne's work so well. And I will bring you that conversation You'll never believe what Duke Cannon did. In fact, I thought if I told you guys about it, you might revoke my man card. But then, it hit me. This could be awesome for all of us. Duke Cannon has released a new, basic-ass, pumpkin spice latte-scented bar of soap. Now hear me out here. This thing is guaranteed to bring all the basic white girls to the yard. Hell, they may even show up wearing nothing but their Ugg boots. To get yours, visit duke.comeonmanpod.com or click the link in the show notes and you'll get free shipping. Using this link tells them I sent you, so you help me out and you get free shipping in return. So it's win-win. That's duke.comeonmanpod.com or use the link in the show notes. It's pumpkin spice season, so use it to your advantage, men. All right. Joining me this week is our 3% brother from Bristol, Luke. It's been weeks since the last Luke and Paul show, so I thought it was time to get it back on. Besides, he and I have been so busy, we haven't had a whole lot of time for chatting lately. What's up, brother?
1: Hey, uh, all good. Uh, Life is good. Enjoying uh, everything, really. Enjoying my house in the city. Enjoying the UK that is fully unlocked again. So, you know, lock up your daughters.
0: (laughs) Or don't. don't. Uh, So we're going to be talking about other essential reading besides how to be a 3% man, because, you know, although Corey's, work is, uh, Corey's book is great, mm-hmm. uh, there's sometimes other techniques, I think, that work better or, you know, sometimes his book might be lacking in, in other areas. So, you know, I, I, and, and you and I were chatting about it offline uh, a couple of days ago and we were like, man, this would be a good episode to just go through.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, he goes, he, Corey covers a bit of everything, but that's what it is. So, for example, he talks a little bit about, you know, says that you should be well dressed and wear clothes that fit you. But he doesn't go into huge detail on what that looks like, whereas atomic attraction goes right into that. You know, he talks about building attraction and not losing attraction, whereas atomic attraction is a hundred percent about what attraction is and tells you exactly what kind of shirts to wear, what kind of shoes to wear, or you know, shit like that it goes right into the nitty gritty details that Corey doesn't quite cover. Yeah. There's a load of books. I mean, he also talks about being calm and centered, but he doesn't tell you how. Mm.
0: Yes. Yes. Very, very true. Now, one thing I like, I don't want to get into too much about this. And I don't know if you've listened to it or, or read it, uh, but Corey, like the 3% man concept wasn't originated by Corey either. It was uh, it was created by a guy named Doc Love. And yeah. I actually listened to Doc Love's audio series, The System. Um, and I think it goes by another name too, like the some kind of library. I don't remember, but I just remember, like, I, I have it on my, saved on my phone still as Doc Love's The System. And that is what I first listened to when, when he, he was talking, you know, to listen to about like what a 3% man is, how to attract women, how to pick up women. And so if you actually read Corey's book, it, it follows that very well. Cause I think Corey got a lot of his ideas from doc loves book and he even says so in mm-hmm. 3% man. Um, but one thing that like, so one thing that I tout a lot on the, the podcast and like in my TikToks and stuff like that is what I call my Holy Trinity of dating books. Right. So it's how to be a 3% man is one of them. Mm-hmm. And then the next one in that is dating essentials for men by Dr. Robert Glover. Um, what are some things that you really like, from that book because i know you've read that one okay yeah so what i really really love about
1: that is how he goes into the science behind how the mind works you know so Corey talks about don't fear rejection assume all women want you blah 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 which is fine which is great but glover goes right into you know the how, how the mind works how the ego works right into the the mindsets the affirmations the visualizations the gratitude he starts from the ground up and talks about everything and he even teaches you how to flirt a lot of people that there's a huge question on a lot of the men's dating groups of what is flirting well he breaks it right down and he, he breaks it down into into you know very i mean he teaches you how to hold a conversation. Um, how to have an intelligent conversation. I mean, it, he really doesn't leave anything out.
0: Yeah, he. So talk about like flirting and stuff like that. He has a lot of acronyms and things that are easy to remember, right? Like he has the three T's. He calls them tease, touch, and tell. That's mm-hmm. all. That go- is going into flirting, right? And and also sort of being assertive. So you know, teasing is is what it is. You want to tease women a little bit and that's a little bit of bantering back and forth, you know, give them shit. And like women actually like that. Corey talks right. about that a little bit, you know, uh, treating, treating women like a are year bratty sister and stuff, um, touching them because women actually respond very well to touching. And I'm not talking about like grabbing their boobs or anything, it, you know, it's you know, ah. t- touching the back of their arm or, or leading them by touching the small of their back or something like that, you know? Stuff like that, women respond very well to, and it doesn't come across as creepy. And then tell is telling them to do stuff, you know, like meet me here at this time on this day. Or, uh, you know, one thing I like to, I like to tell my girlfriend to do stuff, you know, like, Hey, babe, get me a beer, yeah, (laughs) you know, (laughs) stuff like that. So every time
1: they in this is the thing, we've got it all wrong. Everybody thinks that the man needs to invest in the woman to get her to like it. It's the other way around, you know. And that leads in another book. But you know, the more they invest in you, the harder it is to walk away from you. So you
0: know, yeah, that, that that's really true. Um some other things, yeah. Like when you talk about how Dr. Glover talks about the mind more and how it works. I mean, like, one of the things I really like too is like the whole f- first part of the book talks mm-hmm. about stuff like getting over anxiety. And he says stuff like thinking causes anxiety, action cures it. Yeah. Uh, he talks about his three second rule, you know, where when it comes to approaching a woman and he's like, if you take longer than three seconds, you're going to talk yourself out of it. So just, if you think you want to go talk to her, go do it. Uh, he talks about breathing exercises, breathing up through your asshole. He's oh, yeah. I was going to kick out of that. Um, yeah. Let's see. Some other things that I, I like about Dr. Glover's book that Corey doesn't really talk talk about is he talks about fashion. You know, yep. he says, go out, get clothes that fit well. Um, he has like a whole section on that. Like it's, it's like fashion, grooming, keeping your house clean. He's like hire a maid. I, I, I hired a maid after I read that book. I was like, because he's like, you never know when someone's going to come to your house. You know, that's a
1: that's a really good point. Um, You know, the girl that's just moving in after my current housemate. So I was there. I was the only one there. It was in reasonably good condition, but I really scrubbed it. So that even the windows were shining and gleaming. And she looked at how clean was it was and was like, wow, this is perfect. Girls, no girls would have moved in here if it wasn't for me. (laughs)
0: because <laughs> you keep it clean. and I just, yeah. I hate, I hate cleaning. So, I mean, I have, I don't know if you can see it back here, but I have like a robot vacuum. Um, oh yeah. I remember that. So my robot vacuum typically keeps, you know, the floors cleaned up in between, uh, you know, maid visits. And I have the, I always have the maid come at the end of the week before my kids go back to their mom's house. So, because usually on, on those weeks is when I would have women over, I mean, I'm only seeing uh, I'm only seeing nurse check right now, but, but still like when she comes over, I don't want my house to look like a pigsty. So, no. cause women will judge the shit out of you.
1: Yeah, they will. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and the thing is, you know, why shouldn't they, when you've got that many options, uh, why wouldn't you, you know, it's like when I'm in a job, cause I work for multiple different companies and uh one of and i get i suddenly say for example i suddenly get get a new new company that treats me way better than the other ones and pays me more and gives me way more special treatment i just fucking let the other ones go you know yeah and why wouldn't you hypergamy you know why wouldn't you i would be the same if i had 500 people blowing up my tinder i would pick the absolute best of the best
0: yeah why not why wouldn't you absolutely uh let's see what else that does He talked about, he talks about like looking at your competition on dating apps. So, so that's something that uh, is actually kind of a fascinating exercise to do. If you change it to, you know, women looking for men, and then you see what other guys are doing, what their profiles look like, you you know, you can sort of gauge how well your profile is based on how shitty theirs are, (laughs) you know. Um, That's
1: a great exercise.
0: Yeah. And he also talks about stuff like painting word pictures in your profile. Oh yeah. Cause women are like sort of, you know, they respond well to that visualization and stuff like that.
1: They do. And I can't remember which book it was. Well, actually all of them are saying that, you know, women fall in love through their ears as well through what they hear.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And um, you know, a lot of these books are, well, I think Atomic Attraction goes heavily into speaking from your diaphragm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really? That's, I was going to talk about Atomic Attraction next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, the the women fall in love through their ears and guys fall in love through their eyes. Uh, yeah. I don't have it on my list here, but Corey's latest book, his uh, Quotes, Ruminations and Contemplations book, it's a really good book. And he talks a lot. He's, he mentions that several times in the book so far. See, it's a good book. I don't like his second book, but this this new book is
1: yeah.
0: To... <laughs> yeah solid. It's 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 a longer one though. Like his first book is seven hours long. This one's thirteen, so oh, a little bit long. Um, so you mentioned Atomic Attraction. Yeah, what do you what do you like about Atomic Attraction? Um, I love
1: how fucking real it is, and how it just proves everything that I kind of knew, but I didn't have it on paper yet. People were like, no, 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 I'm sure you're wrong about that. Whereas I'm like, no, no, I am right. I know this to be true. And it's like, now I can tell you. Now I can, you know what I mean? I've been saying this shit forever. Um, Atomic attraction, it, it leaves nothing out. It really gives you the dirty, disgusting, brutal, honest truth. And it always reinforces strength and masculinity. And I love how they show examples and case studies about how people fucked up and how I can then look back at my younger years and go, ah, yeah, there's that one. It really, but it it really goes into specific detail on creating and maintaining attraction. Whereas a lot of books go here and then they go there and they go here, they go there. It kind of brings it all in, you know, what is attraction, you know, yeah. How should, how should I talk? You know. Yeah.
0: I. I. I you bring up like uh, how important strength is, and that's one of the things I didn't. I didn't write it down on my list here, but yeah, you bring up a good point. He talks about how you need to ask yourself when a woman does something, <clears throat> and you're trying to wonder. You're trying to think about how you need to respond to that. He's like, you need to ask yourself what's the strongest, like, position I can take on this, and go with that. And that's what women respond to yeah it's all about strength but nowadays um you know
1: back in the early days maybe the men used to have to physically fight that's over now now it is all about emotional strength now you know you've got your 500 tinder matches prod them all see which one reacts see which one responds straight away see which one when you send a line see which one sends an entire fucking essay back see which one gets triggered when you, you know, you're all, everyone's going to get tested. Whereas, you know, who can actually, you know, come in Benny Waller style and flip the script on its head?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing I wrote down here for Atomic Attraction. So so some of these books offer uh, a lot of similar things to Corey's, but they also offer things that are, are just different ways of handling certain situations right And one of the things that I like from atomic attraction um, now Corey talks about like flaky behavior right when you ask a woman on a date and she gives you a wishy-washy answer or a maybe or something like that or or they flake out last minute right oh hey sorry I can't make it tonight whatever I'm getting
1: oh yeah I'm,
0: I'm, <clears throat> I'm getting dug out by some other dude uh, <laughs> uh, like Corey's t- you know he says like if they flake out like you basically say, okay, no problem. And give them the takeaway, right? This book is like, if they flake out last minute, don't respond. Yeah. yeah. And, I, uh, and I found that that just works better. And, and oh, it, yeah. it gives you a little more dignity too. You know, it sort of leaves you in more of a higher position because they're, they're flaking out on you and because they, they don't value your time. So why should you even respond to a shitty flake out like that, you know? Yeah, it's
1: validating their behavior by, you know, this is the thing. It, it it is you know attention is their the currency of feminine energy it, they want attention you the whole idea is take your attention away when they misbehave if they do something you don't like remove your attention don't give them presence and attention if they've just fucked up if they've yeah. just fucked up you go silent and then they go oh wait are we you know are we still okay i'm really sorry oh actually i'm free now do you know what i'm saying like they they realize very soon when you don't you know, if you say nothing, it, it communicates so much. And so many men are too scared to do that. And it's like, yeah. oh, I want to be a good ender. You're not being a bad ender. If you, unless you've had three dates together, there is nothing to end. Right.
0: Yeah. I agree 100%. They also, um, you know, like Corey talks about it a lot too, uh, like the, using the takeaway as as sort of a, a way to pass a shit test. But I feel like this is a better way to handle a, if they're doing if they're flaking out as a shit test. This shows your strength much better. You know, yeah. you don't you don't play those that that bullshit. And um, a lot of times, if if women are doing that as a shit test, they'll rethink it if they if they find you attractive enough. They're like, oh, I might have fucked this one up. You know. Yeah, yeah. The
1: fear of loss
0: receptors.
1: I've been using it on people. I've been testing it out and it works. It's, it's it's phenomenal. Even if they don't actually want the date. Did I show, did I show you the girl who I was supposed to be seeing this weekend? Did I show you what happened with her? I'm going to have to send you that at some point. She freaked out when I said, I'm not coming over.
0: No, you, let's talk about that one offline. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She full on lost her
1: shit when I said, I'm not coming. When I said, actually, I'm, you know, I've got things have come up, I can't come over. She said, cool, no worries. I hope you're okay. Why won't you talk to me? Oh, have a moment. Um, Oh, I realized that you just lost your attraction and blah, blah, blah. And when you said this, it must have meant that and da, 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 da. But, you know, I just want you to know that I'm still here for you.
0: Oh, my God. She went full needy mode. Jesus. Uh, That's kind of a red flag. (laughs) about seven messages. Yeah. Um, so I, I,
1: you know, pulled out of a date when you pull your attention fully away, even if they don't like you, they still need the validation to know that you're still her little lost dog. Who's going to follow her. They still need it.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I feel like that's one of the things that, uh, nurse chick likes about me is that I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff at all. And, And I find myself a lot where she'll, um, and it's just, it's not that I'm, I'm purposefully trying to play any kind of games anymore. It's just that it's funny when you start learning this stuff, you start playing mirror games, you start learning, you know, instead of, instead of replying right away to grab a timer or something like that, or, uh, to keep your text bubble smaller, it eventually becomes just how you communicate via text. And, yeah. uh, and then you, you start concentrating more in other areas of your life. You don't reply back right away all the time. Yeah. And and so that's just how I communicate with with nurse chick. And I, I'll find that sometimes she'll she'll send a joke to me and like I'll see it on my phone, but I don't have time to reply back. So I'll set it down. It's not because like what she said wasn't funny or whatever, but but like an hour will go by and I haven't replied back. And she's like, I, I hope you know that I'm joking, you know, it's so like she
1: oh yeah yeah
0: you'll do that kind of stuff and i'm like oh you know what i I just realized i didn't reply to that but it's not because (laughs) it's not because i'm trying to test or anything like that but uh but yeah it works yeah that that not replying sometimes gets them gets their anxiety up a little bit
1: oh the fear of loss and you know where it talked about diamonds being you know a scarce resource you know water is in abundance right water is everywhere water is essential for life gold isn't or was it diamonds, something like that. But mm-hmm. because they're so scarce, people will fucking run and fight for it. It's like, you know, when you say that there's only like one left in stock, a woman is most likely to go buy it. You know, it talks about how to turn yourself into a scarce resource about how, you know, the restaurant that's got a queue going all the way down this st- or a line going all the way down the street. Remember, mm-hmm. that I kicked that guy out. Um, and then it's got this line going all the way down the street versus the restaurant that's completely empty. Right, you know, everybody wants what's on high demand. You know,
0: yeah, that yeah, they one of the things too. Uh, so I mean, all these books, uh, dating essentials from Atomic Attraction, Three Percent Man, they all talk about uh, not texting between dates and stuff like that. And you know, basically, I think like Robert Glover looks at it like, uh, you know, you're saving your conversations for in person, and so same with Corey. And Corey talks about how like they need. Time to wonder about you and stuff like that, but like Atomic Attraction jumps, in, jumps at it from the point of you're building anxiety, and that anxiety breeds attraction. And uh, when whenever I say that in a in a like a TikTok or something like that, women lose their fucking minds because yeah, they, they don't. They're like, what do you mean by healthy anxiety? You don't make us be anxious, but it works. You know, like that's
1: science so and also they 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 don't want men learning game because what that does is that clouds up the genuine legitimate alphas versus the guys the geeks who've just read a bunch of books (laughs)
0: that's (laughs) true nobody wants the guy who had to learn how to be a man they don't want that that's true one thing you know uh you talk about um women don't want guys learning game and i have it listed here too as the rational male series and one of the things that you know, he talks about, especially in his, in the third book is for one sex's, uh, sexual strategy to work. The other sex has to make compromises. And so women, they have their own, you know, alpha fucks, beta bucks, sexual strategy. Yeah. And if you don't like, they sort of want men to fall into one of those two categories, and if you won't acquiesce to what they want, like they have, then they have to compromise, you know, and that's why they don't want guys learning game. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, but it's their psychological advantage, isn't it?
1: You know, it we have physical strength. We have it. I can, you know, me and you, we could go and punch people in the face and hurt people. We could cause serious damage. We could walk the streets at four in the morning and be unharmed for the most part, you know, in the developed world. And it's cool. They can't, they cannot be walking the streets on their own. And even in the developed world, it's not safe. They need the psychological advantage. Whereas people, fuckers like you and me, gone and read all the books. We know the games now. Oh, stop game playing. Ah, why won't people just talk normally? You know, they don't want that. They don't want it. Now the game's over now. Guys know their secrets. But what I love was the string theory. When you- Oh, in atomic attraction, Yeah the string goes slack when you're always with each other all the time. I hope you're listening, one of my clients. Um, So when you're with each other all the time, the string goes slack. You're smothering each other. Attraction grows in space. The sexual tension comes from being apart. Now the tension is there. Again, if you chase and you smother, the string's going to go slack again. That's how we get sexual attraction, uh, attraction, by pulling away Pulling back, never stay forward too long, never stay, never outstay your welcome. Attraction grows in space. I mean, if you, if you read that book, I'm on my third time now. Actually, no, I've completed my third third read. You will fully understand how attraction works.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought up the string theory because that that makes a lot of sense. Um, also, in Atomic Attraction, he goes into depth on fashion, all, all the stuff in Atomic Attraction. I don't think we've Quite mentioned it, but they cite specific studies throughout the whole book. They're like the University of Los Angeles conducted a study that blah blah blah. You know, and one of the things is you know women like guys in suits. Um, now, I, I, I one thing that I I sort of take from that is uh, you need to also dress. For your personality, you need to, a little bit. You need to dress for the area you live in. Um, I live out in the countryside, like in ranch country. If I walked around in a suit, I would look like a dipshit. You know, like women out here are dressed like cowgirls for the most part, and you know they wear jeans and and stuff like that, tight tight fitting jeans. You know, that I, I like to call them sparkle butt jeans. I like them. Um. So I mean, I can't dress. I can't dress in a suit because I. I, I would. I would. I would stand out in a bad way if I did that. But like you, Luke, you live in Bristol. You walk around wear, wearing suits and shit all the time, like James Bond. Pretty
1: much. And does it? Yes, it does. It gets huge female attention. Women come straight up and open me up and talk. Status is everything. People go, you get all the like people who are on the edge of MGTOW. Oh, it's my looks, man. Well, that's not, you know, yes. That's, that, that is a problem. If you don't like the way you look, or if you are overweight or underweight, that is an issue. But status, you know, it's like people people worry about money. People worry about money. And yeah. that's complete shit. Again, it, everything is about status as a man. Status is fucking huge. So yeah. you, you, again, it—it's it, this world isn't built for introverts.
0: It, it really isn't. Um, yeah. it's, he he it's also talks about it. <laughs> as sad as it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he talks about facial hair. Corey's book yep. doesn't talk about facial hair really at all. Uh, but Atomic Attraction it cites a study saying women like, uh, I think it's like the three day shadow is like the most responded to look on men. Yeah. Um, and he also talks about like what kind of pictures women respond to. Like, so, uh, I think one of the last episodes you were on was the one with Morgan May. And we were talking about the ultimate online dating profile. Yeah. And one of the things that Morgan said she liked, she wanted to see more in, in the, in your profile was, she wanted to see more smiles. Yeah. And that's not what atomic attraction says. Atomic attraction says like, you need to have like a brooding look. You can have, I, I, I do say you should have at least one picture of you smiling just so they can see your teeth, but your other pictures, you, you need to sort of be looking away from the camera and like a brooding look and women respond to that better.
1: There's there's what women say they want. Then there's what they want. And then there's what they respond to. They okay. will never really admit what they respond, what they really want. It's like, you know, when you ask me what I want, you know, I, I say that I want a girl who's loyal. I want a girl who's reliable. I want a girl who's going to stick to and honor her word. These are all masculine traits. The girls who I've had the craziest, most ridiculous sex with usually got a bunch of daddy issues and they're usually crazy. <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> a lot of the yeah, time, that's
1: true. And a lot of the time I want that. I was like, I, right now I'm feeling, you know, it's a Saturday night. I could do with some crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saying, we're yeah. not going to really go and say what it is we
0: really want, are we? Not always. Although I, I do feel like men are a little bit more comfortable saying what they want. Well, nice guys aren't. Nice guys will say what you th- think, uh, what they think you want them to say. Yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, guys that have learned to break themselves of that nice guy habit will yeah. will say whatever's on their mind, I think. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was, to blood. That was a great one. Oh, yeah. That was in Dating Essentials for Men. Yeah, just sometimes just blurt out what you're what you're thinking at at the time. You Think know. elements. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything else from atomic attraction you wanted to touch on? Oh,
1: um, there's so much good stuff. Um, so there was investment, there was attachment grows in space, there was, you know, all that about, oh, you know how 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 it starts with a strong body. That was interesting as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How the journey of, of mental strength actually starts with physical strength
0: yeah i i think it's it's so important you know dating essentials for men Corey's book doesn't talk about that that much about working out the importance of going out and like physical exercise because dr glover's book talks about that he talks about like he's like you need to uh in order to be an attractive man like you need to get exercise, you know, whether it's like running or lifting weights, like you need to do stuff like that. Uh atomic attraction talks about that too. Like be, like being fit is it's so important because women um you know like one of the things into an atomic attraction he talks about is how when you see a fit person, you immediately think, wow, this guy puts time in this guy puts effort into himself. You know, yeah. whereas like y- you don't feel like that with fat slobs you know you
1: you instantly on some level have a slightly less respect for them you know they're not they're not consistent you also know that they give in to their emotional weakness because mm-hmm. the craving for me to for example the craving for me to eat these that's emotional strength that stops me from doing that it's my ability to withhold my emotions
0: yeah yeah so that's all that's all good stuff um all right, so moving on to some other books, I think I asked you before recording, uh, if you've read Unplugged Alpha, you haven't read that one yet, right? No, right. So I feel like to me, uh, Unplugged Alpha, it's it's a red pill book, but it's probably the best red pill book out there that I've read. Because um, one of the things I love about it is that he talks red pill, but without the condescension, condescension, God, I can't, I can't talk to that. <laughs> He's not condescending. He's not condescending. He's not cynical. Like if you, if you listen to, uh, Rollo Tomasi's books, it just comes across as condescending and cynical as hell. And if you just got done with a bad breakup, like you will hate women. Whereas Rich's Rich Cooper's book. Isn't like that. It's more about like, um, how to be a better man, right. Uh, how to improve yourself and, while well, uh, also understanding the nature of women. Uh, he gives great tips on self-improvement. He talks about exercise, the importance of exercise. He talks about stuff like, um, he, he goes into stuff like, you know, if you're becoming an older man, right, in your like 40s and 50s, how, how important testosterone is. Yeah. And how, if you're, you should go get tested to see what your testosterone levels are. And you might even consider, you know, testosterone replacement therapy and stuff because all like testosterone is so important for, for men's health. So he talks about stuff like that. He gives you great tips on dating profiles. Uh, he talks about how you really only need about five pictures. And if you have more than that, then you'll come across as conceited and stuff. He talks about what, what are the five pictures you need to have? And then he talks about like keeping your, your bio short and sweet and stuff like that. So there, there's really great tips in that book. Whereas like Rolo, Rolo's book, which is next on my list, is just like, this is the way women are.
1: It's not a dating book.
0: It's not. It's, not,
1: well, it's, not. It, it's a wake up and smell the bacon. It's a you've been lied to all your life. Wake the fuck up. These things will get you in big trouble. You know, if you do these activities with these kinds of women, you're fucked. Your life is over. That's not a dating book.
0: It's not a dating book.
1: Is a dating book.
0: Yeah. That, that's why, it, like in my TikToks, when people ask me, like, what books should they read to be better with women? I always say my holy trinity, right? Dating Essentials for Man, Atomic Attraction, 3% Man. Now, yeah, if you awesome. want to understand women, read those books and The Rational Male. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's it. Um, I would say with the rational male, I would not read it more than once or twice a year.
0: I feel like they're. Uh, I wouldn't read them more than once, any of them, and they're long too. Like the I I, I just finished this third book, uh, which is. Um, oh, let's see. The second one's preventive medicine. The th- yeah. I can't I can't remember Positive the third masculinity. Positive masculinity is the third one, and uh, that one was that one was. 24 hours long or something like that. It was crazy long. It took me all day. To of the day. <laughs> it, 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 literally all day. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it took me forever to get through it. Uh, one thing I do like about the rational mail books, if you look past the, the cynicism and stuff is that they basically tell you like what drives women yep. and, you know, basically like, like a lot of red flags to look out for and stuff like that, you know uh, how to deal with shit tests a little bit but it is, it is important. I think every man does need to read at least the first one. Cause that covers the main principles of it. I feel like if you only read the first one though, you're not getting the full picture. Oh,
1: but then there's the timeline in the second
0: one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So like, you know, the epiphany phase and stuff. Yeah. You do need to know about that. I'll yeah. Believe.
0: Yeah. In preventive medicine, it goes into depth on the different phases of women over their lifetime. And it talks about like how, why, why women in like their early twenties are so promiscuous and they, they like to fuck around with bad boys and stuff like that. And then how in their thirties, that's when they start realizing that, oh, all these guys were just using me for sex and, oh, I need to lock down a nice guy and yeah. use him for money now. And <laughs> it, it, it's really fascinating. Then it talks about like the wall and, you know, stuff like that. It's uh, that one's a really good book over time. Um, yeah. And positive masculinity is really good. It talks about, you know, why it's important for men to be in their masculine and, and it, all of these books give you the full picture on Rollo's philosophy. And one of the things too, is a lot of people read the rational male and then they go MGTOW. Cause they like, okay. they hate women and they're like, you know what? It's not worth it. Let me just quit altogether. And, and Rolo in, in, especially in positive masculinity, he talks about like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Like make you MGTOW guys are getting it all wrong. I'm not oh, yeah. saying, I'm not saying give up on women completely. You know, he's, there's no reason to, to completely give up on, you know, relationships or at least spinning plates and stuff like that, you know? Cause that's a part of that's being a real alpha man is spinning plates and, and sleeping with women and stuff like that. And make town guys, they either will jerk off in their basement, play video games, and just completely ignore women, or they'll just go out and, and use hookers and
1: or shoot it, up their neighborhood. Like happened in uh, Britain a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah. It's like th- those guys aren't satisfied in their life no. because they don't have that, that connection.
1: know well this is the thing you know male and female are two you know when they come together in sex it's the union of becoming one (laughs) you know we are as as much as yes we're complete and whole in ourselves but we are biologically wired to come together in sexual union and that's why when someone says to me everything is going great but I'm not getting any sex it's like dude the fuck are you doing?
0: Yeah Then everything's like
1: relationship and you're not getting sex. But like if, if, if I don't get any sex after the third date, I'm like, well, it's been great to meet you. Yeah. I'm not looking for friends. No, (laughs) this is, this is why you need to be a high value man. So you're the guy who can say, okay, well, thank you, Sally, but I prefer Jennifer.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I, I mean, it's a cruel world out there. It really is. The world is, I mean, beautiful women, and in fact, almost almost all women. It, it's only for alpha males. Yeah, it, that's all it is. Nobody, nobody wants Mr. Average. One thing they,
0: that you you, know, you bring up a really good point, and and you've met Morgan, and a lot of guys, um, a, a lot of guys hate Morgan, but she just put out a TikTok the other day, talking uh, one of the one of the things that she talks, tries to do, she tries to put out videos on how marriage benefits men more than it it benefits women. I strongly disagree, but one of the things she said, which I kind of, I think is a great point is, uh, she said before marriage, women would flock to the alphas and these guys would have harems of women. And then the betas wouldn't have any women. Yeah. And so marriage was sort of put in place to give guys equal opportunity at the vagina, the vagina, you know, the virgin. Yeah. <laughs> correct me. I might be
1: wrong, but I think in a lot of the animal kingdoms, like lions and stuff like that, it's still happening. Yeah. It, of yeah. course it's fucking hard. Like all you MGTOW people like, yeah, it's fucking hard because only alpha males get this shit. That's why. This is why it's hard. Like I, I finding it fucking hard and look at this good stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> it's hard. It is. It's only made for alpha males, but we can all tap into that gene. We can all tap into that. It's, I think, I think the alpha there's a, I think there is an alpha muscle and that muscle you need to do like any other muscle. It being an alpha is a muscle and like any other mass muscle, you need to do the reps. That's what Benny keeps saying. You want to yeah. get in shape, do the reps you want to get good at the violin? Do the fucking reps. You want to get good at good with women? Do the
0: reps. You know, yeah. message like thirty to forty women a day. Out that's, of that, that's one of the things that Dating Essentials for Men talks on talks about a little bit that Corys doesn't is practice the importance of practice. He talks about going on a twelve for twelve, you know, twelve different women, twelve weeks in a twelve, you know, or sorry. Twelve different women, twelve different dates in a twelve-week period.
1: Yeah, I'm doing the twelve for twelve
0: for practice. Uh, And the way the way I sort of adapted it to what I was doing uh, on the dating circuit was, uh, you there's a lot of catfishes out there, and you can't spot them all. Like you know, you a lot of them are pretty obvious and you can avoid them, but sometimes they'll use pictures from ten years ago and you have no idea.
1: Oh yes.
0: So one of the things that you know, Corey. Corey talks about, is he shows up on a date and a woman's a catfish. He turns around and walks out because she has no integrity and he won't give her the time of day. I, I use that as my 12 for 12. I, I show up for the date. I'm like, Oh, well, we are now in practice mode. And I practice bantering. I practice letting him do 80% of the talking. I practice my, my body language. And at the end of the date, it's great. I wish you the best of luck. And then I, I don't feel like my time was wasted at that point. I feel like your time is wasted if you sh- if you drive out to a venue, the woman looks like not like her pictures, and you turn around and say fuck that, and then go back home, and now like you got to watch uh, you know the Tonight yeah, Show. Well, what
1: else are you gonna fucking do on that evening? Also, some of these catfish, some of them are actually quite quite in quite grounded in their feminine energy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and 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 if that's the case, you know, <clears throat> go for the makeout, practice the makeout. Not all of them look that much worse, if that makes sense. Some of them are still quite desirable, even though they're not as hot as their pictures. So I, I'm, I'm an advocate for, well, you know, she still, she still looks good and she's really feminine and fun. I mean, like, sometimes they will win me over. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, we'll just see it through anyway. We'll just see, you know, we'll just get through the date. And then by the end of it, you know, they won you over with their feminine energy and their playful and banter and, you know, their attraction to you has 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 raised the vibe
0: sure yeah Yeah. and you can at least you know in that circumstance you can then practice having women in your rotation
1: yeah yeah and and get used to having a pool of female attention and your needs now are getting met so if you've got a six or a seven who's making you know meeting your needs well then when you meet that that you know then suddenly the eights come out the woodwork once you've got the eights in your rotation, guess who comes next? The nines and the tens come out of the woodwork. Cause it's just, you know, up. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another book and Corey talks about it in his book is the way of the superior man. And yep. I listened to that one. I, I am not a fan of it. It's uh, to me, it's a little too hippy dippy. The one thing that I did get out of it is the left eye trick where uh, you know, you're know you supposed to make eye contact with someone it's at the, in their left eye. So when you're making eye contact, you stare into their left eye because that's supposed to be the receiving eye. It's the emotional eye. And I've, I have found that, that that has worked very well. Um, I didn't really start getting into practice until I had, uh, if you guys go back and listen to podcast episodes, I had a guy on named M J Durkin. And he, he brought that up and I had already listened to the the way of the superior man, but I wasn't practicing it until he brought it up. But after he brought it up, I started incorporating that into everyday life, not just talking with women, but now when I make eye contact with people, I make eye contact with their left eye and they just feel like a bond with you when you do that. And, uh, that's, so that's one thing I got out of the way of the superior man. What, what did you get out of the way of the superior man, Luke? The fact that,
1: you know, everything is about living your deepest truth, living, giving your living your deepest truth and giving your deepest gift. So when I'm listening to the way of the superior man, I tend to do really well with women because I walk out the door and I'm just there to give to people. I'm not there to get. So whatever I have listening to what I'm listening to on repeat becomes part of my mindset It becomes part of I live and breathe what I'm hearing which is why i you know when i have negative people on the page it's like all right well bye so you know i'm saying um, so it really really i think i'm i'm a huge empath i feel everything i hear everything goes through me so all of the the mindfulness and the presence and the you know the sort of grounded masculine leaning into pain leaning into fear all that mindset stuff going out to give leaning into challenge leaning into fear leaning into pain living your truth having integrity only working from your deepest core truth and and being there to give to people. That's powerful. That shit works along with the, you know, it helps you sit back and listen. It helps you be truly present with people. Um, I think it's a really good blueprint to live your life. And I think that th- what he talks about with masculine and feminine energy, the way he goes into what it is and how it works is powerful. The practices he talks about where you're using your physical communication when they're complaining, when they're angry to not apologize or explain, but to just bring them back into love again by like spinning them round or kissing them or looking them in the eyes or dancing or singing to them, all that stuff works. You can do that on a fucking hookup. Yeah, okay. Man, like, maybe I should go back and listen to it again. Oh, yeah. I bought it on repeat. <clears throat> it's just it, it just changes my life, changes my mindset, changes. Everything. It's a very positive book. It really gets you thinking positively.
0: I'm uh it's funny. I I I have a book list, it's and it's a ridiculously long audio book list. And I slipped in Corey's latest book in into the into my rotation <clears throat> and but the next book on the list is how to be a 3% man. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to listen back to back Corey. Sorry, Corey. <laughs> I don't want to listen back to back Corey. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll drop in way of the superior man in in between here. Yeah. Yeah. That understanding of masculine and feminine energy that,
1: cause you know, yeah, Corey talks about it, but he's got, he's only got what? five hours to get it all in right yeah he mentions it and he does but david deida really you know that is the whole part of it is the relationships and the relationship between masculine and feminine energy it talks about how to find your deepest purpose as well by going away and just turning your phone off for two days and just being in the silence and the stillness and letting it come up Mm. talks about how to relieve the tensions of others by breathing it, breathing in other people's tension until you relax and they relax. It's the amazing stuff. And the thing is how to breathe feminine energy in and circle it around you. So it doesn't pull up in your dick.
0: Like <laughs> it, that, this stuff, it sounds hippy dippy, but try it. That's yeah. it. All try right. It. All right. You sold me. You sold me. I'm going to go, I'm going to listen to it next.
1: That's a thousand dollars, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know, you know, what's funny. I just had uh, a a guy on who did a reverse interview with me, Uh, Mike DeFranco. If you guys go back and you want to know more about me, Mike interviewed, he came on the podcast and interviewed me. And uh, that's one of the things he asked me is if I get royalties or commissions from talking about these books. And it's like, I don't, I, I don't get paid for any of this. I just, I'm happy to spread the gospel because of all the value that these books have given me. So I'm happy to, to, to freely advertise this stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Making Uh, the world better. I I really think it is too. Um, Yeah. How to win friends and influence people. Now Corey talks about this a little bit and I've listened to this book twice now. Uh, Some of the things that I really like about this book is he tells you to take a genuine interest in people. And I am guilty of when I'm talking to people, not paying attention because I don't give a shit what they're talking about. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm a terrible listener. I would say like my, uh, my last long-term girlfriend, one of the things that she probably hated about me the most was she'd be jawing on about her day. And I'd be thinking about work. I'd be thinking about anything else than what she was talking about. And then I would be missing stuff. And then every once in a while she would ask me a question and I'd be like, oh, can you, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? And, I, and that used to piss her off so much because I just wasn't fucking listening. And so this book taught me to stop doing that, really pay attention to what they're saying and take a genuine interest in the conversation, um, shutting up and listening, you know, and also letting people like, because I I have a problem where I like to interject my thoughts into the yeah. conversation too much. And he talks about just shutting up and letting people talk about themselves because people love talking about themselves. Yeah. And you, people will think that you're such a great conversationalist the less you talk, which is so funny. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely true. You know, um, and this is
1: so important for dates because one of the biggest mistakes we make on dates, especially me, is when I open my gob and I start talking, you know the secret is i'm going to give you the secret formula obviously i know you know this Paul but i was going to say
0: shit should i write this down like
1: you should you <laughs> let them be 80% of the talking now what you do is you when you talk you are either relating back to what they say saying something funny and playful that's also related to what she's said Or if you don't like the subject, you're flipping it to some other subject that you would rather talk about, but one that you know she wants to talk about where she can still do 80 to 70 to 80% of the the talking. So if there's a conversational thread, she's talking about some boring subject, like she goes to spinning class. And I mean, like, you know, like sewing. So say she goes to a sewing class and you're getting bored. And then she goes, oh yeah, but my sister only did it once. You go, tell me about your sister,
0: Mm.
1: change gear. Or, you know, a clown walks past and you go, oh, my gosh, did you just see that clown? And then you start talking free associating on it. I love it. It's a great film. Have you seen it? And she'll go, no, I haven't seen it. But I remember watching Insidious 2 and I'll go Insidious 2 is fucking. See what I'm saying? We relate to what she said. We make playful banter and jokes and funny in between. Stay the fuck away from heavy politics, vaccines, vaccines. Donald Trump, whatever. I mean, any heavy subject,
0: you keep it out. That's it. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Yeah. That book, that is a great book. That's definitely a book that, uh, now all, all these books, I would say the ones that we mentioned for me, ones that you should read multiple times so far are dating essentials for men, atomic attraction, how to win friends and influence people. Um, do you think, like if we talked about how rational male, you said no more than once a year. And I said one and done. What about the way of superior man? Should you read that multiple times? On repeat, on repeat. On, on repeat. The, mindset,
1: the mindset of it is so powerful and it's so positive towards the feminine.
0: Okay. And um, it I would say Unplugged Alpha. You, you could probably d- go with reading that a couple, couple times. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of some other books. You know what? Uh, Power of now. We, we we haven't talked about that. I haven't read that yet. It's on my list. I see guys mention it a lot in the three percent man group. Uh, you've listened to it, right? So, That's what's incredible. what's what's so good about Power of Now?
1: Well, it fits in perfectly with what um, Dr. Robert Glover says about the mind and the ego. Mm. You know, because it's talking about silencing the mind because the mind keeps coming in with bullshit and thoughts and this, that, and the identifying with thoughts, you know, like, oh well, such and such happened to me. So that must mean I'm a bad person. I had a thought about pushing an old lady into the road. Because I we've all done that, walked past and just thought I could so easily just shove that old lady under have the Have we have we, Luke? <laughs> I'm worried about you, brother. Just kidding. <laughs> So, yeah 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 i i do i'm a serial killer so um but but you knew that um oh uh, yeah <laughs> everybody every it's, it's a good thing that uh, you know i mean we're just having a chat
0: right there's not we're not actually recording oh this has been recorded oh yeah oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs>
1: um, right <clears throat> so um it talks about disassociating from the ego and from the mind. Uh-huh. The watcher of your thoughts. So you're actually, you are your being, the actual being and the presence, your conscious presence. You are the being that is beyond the mind. You are watching the thoughts come in like an observer, watching them come, watching them go and finding it funny. Like, oh, I just had a really fucked up thought. That's hilarious because we all do. You're just watching and not associating, not identifying with the thoughts that come into your mind. And suddenly when you can silence the thoughts,
0: you're deeply present now. Oh, that, that's deep, brother. That's deep. I, 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 had a, I had an anxiety attack for a second there because uh, when you're recording uh, podcasts and stuff like that, no one, no one, want, you know, and on radio, they talk about dead air. You don't want dead air. Oh shit! And so, we just, we just, we just gave you some dead air. Fuck dead air. <laughs> it up,
1: sunshine. Um. So so yeah, and so when you're on a date, pay attention, be present, be grounded. How do we be grounded? How do we be present? That's how masculine energy is presence. It is the consciousness that was there before we were born. The the, the consciousness that will be there afterwards. It's that true human consciousness is masculine thoughts coming in and out as feminine things changing oh i woke up today wanting to be an astronaut but tomorrow i might want to be a chef all that is feminine masculine energy is pure calm presence you know
0: that's deep brother
1: yeah okay is is of masculinity is being calm and present staying centered at all times not getting triggered you know it helps you be aware of what's happening and remember what what went on and focused and you're deeply there in the room and present with her. She can see the stillness in your
0: eyes I love it dude I love it i'm yeah I'm excited to read that book now it's it's on my list it's coming up i, I my my audiobook list is absurd, but I love it i I can't stop now, you know I'm addicted to these right. to these um so just to recap. Uh, besides three percent man, uh, we've mentioned the system by Doc Love, uh, the Holy Trinity, uh, you know, dating essentials for men, Atomic Attraction, along with three percent man. Those, those, if you only read book the, like three books, those ones will make you so good with women. It's, it's oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, I talked about unplugged alpha a little bit. Luke and I, we both talked about the rational mail series. So do, I, I say, don't read, don't just read the first one. You have yeah. to read all of them. And he's got a fourth one out too, Uh religion or I think is yeah, it's, that's the one. so I got to add that to my list and I I've got to put it on a, I got to really want to listen to it though, because they're so fucking long. Um, yeah. The way <laughs> of the superior man, you've talked me into listening to that one again. uh how to win friends and influence people that's that's a that's one that you need to listen to on repeat and it's such classic knowledge yeah what's that
1: that one i didn't mention but how to win friends and influence people gives you a full understanding of the human behavior and human psychology so it raises your status with everybody it gets dudes to like you if the dudes like you then you know the girls are going to come to you and it gets you past the gatekeeper. So there's a group of girls and girls and guys in the group. If you're that guy who just goes straight for the girls and ignores the dudes and can't, and isn't good with, with men, you know, w- one of the big things that women look for is the guy who's good with other guys. You mm-hmm. know, if you understand the principles of how to win friends and influence people, you understand all of human psychology.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, everyone. it's a good book for sales. I think too for like if you want to be better at sales, uh, but the thing is, dating and you know being good with women also relates to sales because you're sort of selling yourself, you know. <laughs> and so that like it's just a great book all around in general for life. And uh, and it sounds like Power of Now, which was the last book we talked about, is also good for that. That's the thing. What I believe
1: for mastery for self mastery, I do believe that understanding others you need how to win friends and influence people you want to master yourself you want the power of now i mean how to win friends and influence people made me realize why i was such an immature angry kid why i misbehaved all the time i wanted attention i wanted to feel important but all i did was got scolded Mm. not by everyone but by a lot of people so it's like those two books will help you not well and not just understand yourself but understand others so it's both got
0: it okay well this is great Luke um so yeah definitely check out all these books if you haven't already Luke we're at an sure. hour brother so I guess it's right, yeah I got a
1: meetup coming up
0: yeah and you got a hot date you got a hot date tonight oh yeah oh yeah it's happening yeah my man all right brother well you're gonna be back on the on the show so. I I hope
1: so. I hope so. I think it's been I think mean, I mean it's think it's been like a month or something, hasn't it? At
0: least, at least, yeah. You gotta come on more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Luke. We'll 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 talk to you next time. All right, see you soon. Bye. Luke, man. I'm glad we were able to get together, man. It's been so long. We used to talk. I don't know if the people on the podcast know this, but Luke and I used to chat like every day. I'd get up in the morning and you know how we, like, if you if you follow my TikToks, I always say, don't be good morning text guy. Well, Luke and I, were good morning text bros. <laughs> Although usually when I'm waking up, it's like afternoon for him already in, in Bristol, England. So he'll give me the good morning text and I'm just getting, getting started for the day. But uh, lately he and I have just been so busy Um, I like work has been so crazy hectic for me, you know, I'm dating nurse chick now and just things have been flying by. So I haven't had a whole lot of time for keeping up with my 3% brothers in the 3% man Facebook group. And so I made it a point when Luke reached out to me the other day, uh, I was like, you know what, man, can you talk? And, uh, he and I had a phone conversation. We started talking about these different books And how he finally, you know, after months and months, he finally listened to Dating Essentials for Men and Atomic Attraction" and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, my God, these books are amazing. I'm like, yeah, like, duh. Uh, But then he started telling me about uh, some other books. And I was like, you know what, let's just have an episode where we talk about books that complement Corey Wayne's work. I think that'll be beneficial to men. So here we are. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys pick up these books and read them. Some of them, you know, are ones and duns, I think, in my personal opinion, like the Rational Mail series, but some of these other ones, you need to read these and reread these and make them a part of your mindset, for sure, because they will be life-changing for you if you do that. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you are new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your favorite podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.